welcome to the Easy Parenting Podcast. Ireland's number one parenting publication, Easy Parenting Magazine, has been offering Irish parents expert advice and assistance for over eight years. And now you can get even more fantastic parenting advice and tips from our latest offering, the Easy Parenting Podcast, which will offer expectant mums and parents advice in every aspect of their parenting journey, from conception to pregnancy to toddlers to teenagers, right through to empty nest syndrome. This episode of the Easy Parenting Podcast is supported by Relazima Spray and Go, Zinc and Panthenol, formulated for the delicate and sensitive skin of your baby's nappy area. Part of the Relife Relazima range. My skin says how I feel. Visit relife.ie for more. pleased to be here today with Celine Daly, a dermatology nurse specialist. She's going to chat to us about pregnancy skin changes. Obviously now our our bodies go through a lot of changes through pregnancy so um, some some are lovely and some aren't so lovely as I'm sure you can describe to us Celine. Yeah some are lovely and not so lovely and especially if it's your first pregnancy and it can be scary when you see your body changing and your skin changing. So changes really occur because there's a lot of hormones floating around and your circulation system changes and your immune system changes as well so your immune system is slightly suppressed. So all these changes in your body can result in changes in your skin including stretch marks which is the obvious one that everyone knows about, changes in your skin's colour, your pigmentation and you can develop spots or acne, if, even if you've never had uh, an issue with acne before, uh, broken veins and itchy skin as well. So a lot of things can change during pregnancy. A lot of people go on about that fantastic pregnancy glow that you're meant to get. Now, personally, I don't remember getting that um, myself. Mm-hmm. So what, what, like, what, is that, what causes that? Well, we have more. It really does exist. Now, again, of course, when I was pregnant, I never had to glow. I had like, you know, couldn't sleep at night time. I had morning sickness, so the glow didn't touch me. But um, actually, it gets more moisture in your skin during pregnancy. So your skin tends to plump up, which smooths out lines and wrinkles as well. You have this pinkish glow to your skin as well. And again, that's from the extra blood circulation, circulation around your body, and particularly around your cheeks. Now, unfortunately, sometimes if you get too much blood circulation around your cheeks, you can get spider nevi or little broken tendentasic veins in your cheeks as well. But certainly, of course, I had friends who had the most beautiful pregnancy glow. I didn't achieve that pregnancy glow personally. And just because you don't have a pregnancy glow, don't worry. So again, if you're a first-time mum, often you can be comparing and contrasting with your friends who might be expecting a baby as well. And just because you don't have a glow doesn't mean that you're not pregnant or you're not as pregnant as somebody else. It's just, unfortunately, some of us don't experience that super beautiful pregnancy glow. And did you have lots of elderly ladies approaching you on the street telling you that you were having a girl? It's a bit of a myth, isn't it? You know what? I, I come from the west of Ireland, so we've got loads of that. You, yeah. you get the wedding ring over the bump and it, if it goes one way and it goes yeah. the other. You know, my grandmother actually could tell if you were pregnant or not immediately, apparently. She had that skill. Wow. But um, yes, but I, I, yeah, a woman told me I was pregnant with my, my daughter, Grace, and I didn't know I was pregnant. And oh. it came as a great surprise. I was absolutely No, I, I actually just suffered an early miscarriage. Oh. It was four weeks later and then literally four weeks later, she showed me pregnant and I no 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 and the week later then I found out I was I was pregnant with gorgeous grace so I I think women 
women who are from big families particularly it's that it's that pregnancy glow some people don't get the glow they get the kind of um, um, maybe anemic look so they yes. kind of have that white look and that's the look that I sported it wasn't the glow it was more the anemic white yeah. face yeah. Um, you know feeling a little bit maybe a little bit ill a little bit sick yeah. um, so there are some older women particularly who've been around a lot of women around their lives and they seem to be able to tell if you're pregnant or not which is just a great skill to have absolutely and for me because I was so pale you know I had people mm. telling me oh you're obviously having a girl because and this is actually when I think about it it's quite offensive because you know a girl she takes away your looks for nine months that's right <laughs> that's not the one they take away your looks yeah <laughs> and then they give them back and then they, so that's the thing with pregnancy conditions you know medically they do get pregnancy conditions that crop up in your skin tend yeah. to go away once you've delivered your baby yes. now that works in two ways I mean you know you can have hyperpigmentation issues you can have acne issues and again some dilated red blood vessels and all that tends to calm down yeah. unfortunately I well, in the clinic here I would have a patient who have psoriasis is a disease that affects your skin's immune system. You make more skin, basically. But the skin you make are immature skin cells. They don't work that well. And in pregnancy, because our immune system is slightly suppressed, actually psoriasis is suppressed. So I've had a lot of women who their psoriasis completely goes away during pregnancy. And then 48 hours after delivery, the psoriasis starts coming back. And that can be very disappointing oh, as well. Yeah. So it can work in, in, in two ways, really. But yeah. I think you can be rest assured that once you do deliver, things tend to go back, including the dilated blood vessels. Now, varicose veins can be slightly different if you are carrying some weight and then you get pregnant and you, you carry full term. You can develop varicose veins on your legs. So, I mean, a nurse told me many, many years ago as a student nurse, uh, a piece of advice always wear support stockings at work you know if you're standing on your mm-hmm. feet all day mm-hmm. especially if you have other kids at home and you're running around or you know you have a job where you're standing on your feet you should wear support stockings now they're not the most glamorous thing they're not the most comfortable thing yeah. but they will prevent or they will treat varicose veins and I'm sorry I didn't actually listen to that advice now that I'm 40 I am yeah. really sorry I didn't yeah. because that can really really help so you can get these in any chemist across the country yeah. and just ask to be measured for support stockings but it's a very 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 good idea okay. if you find that you have a big bump or you find they're on your feet all day long okay that's a great tip and just out of interest what can you do about varicose veins what what kind of treatment can help to reduce them or remove them? Well, they're, they're, uh, the great thing is now they have really um, got better treatments for varicose veins over the last few years. They can be injected or they can be treated with laser as well. So if you have an issue with varicose veins, go and speak to your GP who can refer you into your local hospital or if you have private cover, they can refer you to your local private hospital as well for treatment. Again, they wouldn't be treated while you're pregnant, yeah. but after your pregnancy, um, just to see, give it a few months, just let things um, settle down and then go to your GP because there are treatments for varicose veins you don't have to suffer under them and the problem with varicose veins that you know they are unsightly we don't like the way they look but also um, if they're nicked they can bleed mm-hmm. and they're very Ooh. uncomfortable so you'll find mm-hmm. you get that kind of numbness in your feet or you kind of get sore calves and ankles yeah. if you're standing and you have varicose veins again Putting on the sports stockings will give some relief to that. Okay. But get down to your GP, give it four or six months, get down to your GP and just ask their advice on where you can be afford to have your varicose vein treated. Okay, okay. So let's go back to the old classic pregnancy skin condition that we've mm-hmm. probably all had, even when we're not pregnant, stretch marks. What stretch can we do marks. about so, them? 
You know what? They, if, if you Google stretch marks, you will come up with people saying, oh, I have a laser, I have this machine that works, or this cream, and this very famous oil-based moisturizer that claims to prevent stretch marks. If your mammy had stretch marks, and if your aunties have stretch marks, you're probably going to get stretch marks. Again, it's the problem is comparing and contrasting with your friends who are pregnant. I had a friend who was tiny she was small she she had a big bump she didn't have one stretch mark again she was the type of person who had surgery if she cut her skin or if she had any surgery she'd see sections you couldn't tell where the scar was so genetically she scarred quite well yeah. so stretch marks occur when your bump grows rapidly or skin stretches rapidly and literally snaps and you can see this red yeah. fiery red line yeah. that's there now, I was covered in stretch marks yeah. because my mum yeah. was as well. And, you know, if I had surgery, you can see scarring where, where my surgery was yeah. from many years ago. So if you're the kind of person that scars and your mammy had stretch marks, you're probably going to get stretch marks too, inevitably. Mm-hmm. Now, moisturizing the skin frequently, rubbing on, using a, a soap-free wash to wash with mm-hmm. and using um, a gentle moisturizer, any moisturizer. It doesn't have to be a particular moisturizer mm-hmm. because there's one thing for sure, there is no particular moisturizer to prevent stretch marks period now your friend may be using a particular moisturizer and she mightn't get stretch marks but that's probably her genetic background more than what she's using by using moisturizers you can prevent um, development of eczema asthma and hay fever subsequently as well so it's a really good tip to, to keep the skin intact to keep it moisturized soothe it keep it calm not 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 um not to get itchy and also for your baby skincare to start off on the right foot with your baby skincare which is a soap free wash and a regular moisturizer okay and what about you know when your 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 stomach is growing and i used to find this very uncomfortable myself particularly if i was wearing something that was a little bit tight my stomach Mm. as it grew i felt like the skin was really tight and and quite itchy now not over the top itchy and again, yeah. I, I guess moisturising must play a part here as well. Absolutely. So um, again, having a, if you're washing with bubbly or having bubble baths or washing with kind of highly perfumed washes, your skin's going to dry out even faster. So again, with the fact the skin is stretched over, with the fact it's growing and changing and we have hormonal changes, it's really important to have a soap substitute and a moisturiser, which you can carry on then use with your baby. And now a small number of women um, can develop severe itching and it can be a symptom of obstetric coliosis. So it's known as OC. And certainly your um, your obstetrician, your GP, will be able to detect this. So if you do get intense itching, make sure you go to your GP for your regular checkup and mention to them and they can check you for this condition called OC and you will be regularly checked in during your pregnancy. Now that doesn't happen to everybody, but most people will develop some form of itching. Yes, There's okay. also a rare condition you can develop in pregnancy called pemphigoid gestinitis and it's very, very rare. It doesn't really occur an awful lot. I've never seen it myself actually. Mm-hmm. It's where it involves parts of placenta coming into the bloodstream. They can cause yes. this reddish. And again, your obstetrician will pick this up, so don't worry about it. Okay. And itching, okay. again, is very common. So regularly moisturize, using a soap substitute, and that should reduce down the itching. Okay. Getting a cream with menthol in it is a really good idea. And oh. you can keep that in the fridge. Okay. So just to use a moisturizer with menthol within it, and it kind of soothes and calms down itchy, irritated skin. Okay, that's a, that's a brilliant tip. And what about um, chamomile lotion? 
I don't recommend chamomile. There's too many ingredients and preservatives in it and it tends to dry the skin. So chamomile, I would put in the same box as talcum powder. I don't recommend either. So again, on your baby, do not use talcum powder. There's a whole controversy at the moment around, actually there was always an issue with um, ingesting or inhaling talc into your lungs. And you're, you know, you don't want that happening to your of little course. baby or yourself. And also, um, there's a court case in the, in the states at the moment about intimate use of talc that it's not a good idea. Mm-hmm. So either, mm-hmm. either or, I wouldn't use. Okay, okay. So what if you're you've been suffering very badly from, say, acne or just you know mm-hmm. bad pimple breakouts, and then you become mm-hmm. pregnant and it becomes even worse, and you you have already been on a medication that you're not able to take during pregnancy what are the best Mm -hmm. ways to keep um acne at bay and and to control it unfortunately if you have been the kind of person who's attended a dermatologist and has been taking a drug called roaccutane which is completely not recommended in pregnancy and which is a vitamin a derivative Mm -hmm. or even the antibiotic use something called tetralysis or minocin again cannot strictly be used in pregnancy at all even our topical treatments that we prescribe for acne something called triclinic which is a vitamin a derivative absolutely not suitable for use in pregnancy so unfortunately drugs that we have that work quite well for acne we cannot use in pregnancy so unfortunately it's one of these things that's kind of grinning and bearing it during pregnancy now there are soap-free gentle wash that don't contain vitamin A um, Mm -hmm. that you can use. So again, the French pharmaceutical brands, I would absolutely recommend across the board. Just make sure when you're going to the pharmacy, tell the person in the pharmacy you're pregnant and you can't use anything with vitamin A in it. But they have cleansers and moisturizers which are suitable for use with acne. They can help control it slightly. But really, if you get cystic acne or you've had moderate to severe acne and the acne recurs, you're going to have nine months of trying to kind of um, just use a soap-free wash, just mm-hmm. use an acne-approved moisturizer. Mm-hmm. Don't use oil-based mm-hmm. um, foundations to cover up. Mm-hmm. There's a product called Dermablend, which mm-hmm. L'Oreal make, and it's an oil-free camouflage makeup that can help kind of covering up if you have an occasion. But yes. unfortunately, until after deliver, even if you're breastfeeding, you can't use vitamin A products, which we use for acne. So acne is a difficult one in pregnancy. It can be yeah. difficult to treat acne in pregnancy. And again, unfortunately, it's kind of grinning bearing it for for the wife. Does the skin on the face tend to be more sensitive during pregnancy? It can. It can be. And again, this is due to the hormonal levels changing. It's due to more blood circulating and conditions like rosacea can look more obvious. You have more telendictasia. And again, your skin can just become sensitive. And again, you can carry on these products too to your baby's um, skincare as well. I remember I developed this strange line going all the way up my tummy. Yes, and um, I, I I now know that it was referred. To, it is referred to as the linea nigra. Nigra, um, yes. How does this happen, and why? Um, we get more pigment or our bodies produce more pigment or melanin during our pregnancies, and. Um, Many women, that's the first time they're pregnant, they'll see these darker portions of skin on their body, maybe around their nipples, under their arms, mm-hmm. or down their groins. Mm-hmm. And some women will get this line running from the belly button right down the pelvis. And yeah. again, some women won't at all. And then they're concerned, saying, well, my friend has a line and I don't. Um, so if you have more melanin in your body, it tends to develop this dark line running right down your tummy. It's completely normal. And it will fade back, um, you know, once you deliver. And a really 
really important tip as well is once you're pregnant and especially between the 1st of March and the beginning of September, use a good high factor 50 on your skin every single day on exposed skin because you can get a condition called melasma as well where you get hyperpigmentation on your face, around your cheeks, yeah. on your forehead or wherever the sun shines. Yeah. That can be prevented by using a good high factor 50, SPF 50, exuberant for pregnancy and to use that every single day on your skin because mm-hmm. you do have more melanin and you can get more of these dark patches on your skin as well. Okay, that's very interesting about the, the factor 50. I was not aware of that myself even. Mm. Yeah, well, very important during pregnancy. Absolutely. Well, and even again, it's kind of great and those good habits. So it's part of preserve free skincare for you and your baby, and to have a habitual um, habit of using Factor 50 on your skin every day between the first of March and September, and for your children as well. Thank you for listening to the Easy Parenting Podcast. Keep an eye on our Easy Parenting Facebook and Instagram pages for all the news on the latest podcasts to be launched over the coming weeks. This episode of the Easy Parenting Podcast was brought to you by Relazima Spray and Go, Zinc and Panthenol, formulated for the delicate and sensitive skin of your baby's nappy area. Part of the real-life Relazima range. My skin says how I feel. Visit reallife.ie for more.